You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Delatory. Mm, and all kinds of weather. Got a little sprinkling going down on down here in South Florida. A little sprinkle going on, a little storm going on in my Gator fan life. Sprinkle? Spr- sprinkle. Just nice a sun storm. shower? Yeah, just nice a little, sun shower. Just a sun shower. Sure, sure. Nice little, you know, tornado coming through town a little bit here, a little bit. Uh How's it going, fellas? How was your weekend before we get into the turmoil? Oh, it was good, man. Um, had a pretty relaxing Friday night. Saturday, we uh, we were out and about. It was just a little too hot. We thought we'd had a great day. Plan being outside lasted about an hour. Uh, got up to about 90 degrees here in Tampa on Saturday. But uh, anyway, I had um, tickets and I was taking a, a, a client to the hockey game Saturday night. So I was like, you know what? The, this, the times are staggered a little bit. I'll be able to watch part of the Gator game uh, on my phone, and then we're going to go out to the bar after, and then that just – That's why we lightning, lightning got destroyed. I mean, they lost four to nothing, but, I mean, it might as well have been like 30 to nothing. And then come over to the Edition Hotel, got our little phone propped up, and it just – just, you know, more more of the same. But I'm mature. I'm old. I don't let these things bother me. Woke up Sunday morning feeling – great so glorious glory nick, we're nick, here nick we're how here. was your weekend man oh long long we got we got in uh got into gainesville about six and a half hours ago um left my lost my wallet two hours before we were supposed to get onto the plane um but i'm here uh bourbon street one on friday night had to play hurt saturday did you lose your wallet in Louisiana or in Gainesville? Louisiana. Wow. Mm. Louisiana. Somebody shout out to this guy who found my wallet, found me on Twitter, sent me a DM. Uh, I was already back in Florida by the time he sent me a wow. DM. Wow. What a, whole, what a, what a guy. Back. Nice guy. So, Would you realize yeah. you cut all your cars off? No, I'm guessing that the cash that was in the wallet is no longer in there. But listen, if I don't have to go to the DMV, if you can send me that yeah. and I don't have to go to the DMV, yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. I mean, that's that's the, the biggest thing, right? Like you hear the cash problem. that was in the wallet. Send me my driver's license back. You know what I mean? That's me right the now. The wallet, keep the wallet. And listen, I'll, I'll report the, the Amex stolen in four days. Just send me the send me the license back, please. Here's my issue. I gotta go get my license. I and like you guys remember I had glasses, so I went and got new glasses. Some some sleaze ball steal my glasses out of the car. And like somebody went through the neighborhood and just went through a car rampage. And they took my glass. I went and got glasses just so I could go renew my license. And then somebody stole my glasses. Oh my god. Like, I got an expired license. Now I gotta go get new glasses again <laughs> to go get license, man. So I know that DMV pain. Uh Jeez. yeah, we probably have a good show. Shout out my man Prince Waters, Paul Vance already in the comments. Uh Florida mm-hmm. Natives hit me with barbecue chicken defense. We about to hang out a little bit. We're gonna talk some Florida family talk. Um, my weekend was pretty solid. Went to go see Benji Brown up in Orlando Friday night. Solid. Yeah, 
Good vibes, man. Always, if, if Benji's nearby, he's always sending me an invite to go hang out. Kenny wanted to go check him, so we pulled up. Um, surrounded by a lot of Seminoles, but outside of that, bro, um, very good company. Um, watch my Gators let me down another Saturday, but like like Dan said, I'm a, a mature grown man. I know how to take L's like a champ in all kinds of weather and whatnot. Yeah. So that's just been the vibes. My Jags let me down again on Sunday as well, but here we are. Let's talk about it. As much as we've matured and grown, I do want to give a shout out, not individual shout outs because they don't deserve it, but uh, the effort and relentless energy that some people have on the Twitter streets to go. We're, we're probably about 220, 230 hours deep of kind of the same recycled uh, takes on Billy Napier, on Scott Strickland, on the standard, on, on everything. So uh, relentless effort on Twitter. Um, I hope the dopamine hits that you want out of those likes and retweets. Here's um, the thing, bro. I think I think it's beautiful at this point. Like it's entertaining to me. It's fascinating, I will say. Right? I'm not nobody's here to fan police, but I think it's fascinating to watch. And even the goats are coming out. Like mm-hmm. Jacquez Green came out, and everybody, oh man, he needs to go sit down, man. I'm like starting to get tired of Jacquez Green. Then Brandon Spice came out. I was like, yo, get out of my DMs. Y'all getting weird. Like y'all are crying and whining <laughs> my DMs. Get it together in all kinds of weather. He went through the whole cliche of you know, gators shenanigans and and people just a little too unhinged man it's year two we got to shake some things up billy got to shake the staff up we're going to talk about a little bit here bro get it together man get a grip on life dog if you're tweeting about gators you get four thousand tweets off about your team in like eight days like you gotta you're unhinged a little bit bro it's not that deep oh yeah well we'll uh we'll get into it as always um Let's shout out our presenting sponsor, which is the Gataverse. Go support uh, University of Florida NIL initiatives. We need them um, in recruiting, football, basketball. We just got Shaquille O'Neal's daughter. Do you guys see that? To commit to the women's basketball program. Shout out to Kelly Ray Sidley. She's like the number 33 player in the country. So um, Kelly Ray got a five-star last year, got a five-star this year, got Shaquille O'Neal's daughter, maybe some things are turning around uh, for the women's basketball program. But go support them, gymnastics, all sports at the University of Florida. We are trying to support with the Gatorverse. So, again, go visit thegatorverse.io, and you will go and uh, be able to get physical and digital collectibles uh, and support University of Florida NIL initiative. So, again, gatorverse.io. And let's get in to the Florida Gators game against LSU. Gators lose 52-35 to 35, uh, in a game where the offense looked pretty good. Uh, you know, there's definitely some shout-outs I will give. Defense allows a record-setting performance uh, for uh, LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, who is now probably the odds-on favorite uh, to win the Heisman Trophy. But before we get into offense and defense, break it out that way, give me your overall thoughts on the game, on the program, kind of wherever your head's at right now. Whew, my head's a lot of places. Um, I mean, it's the obvious thing in the room. I know people are gonna complain about it until it happens, but obviously we got to shift some things mm-hmm. uh, with the staff. Uh, the game is what it is. I didn't. I thought Jaden Daniels had to be out for us to win that football game. Just point blank, period. Unless your favorite color is just orange and blue, and you know the sky is pink every day. Like the reality is, like he's probably the best quarterback in college football this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, super dynamic. Um, that kid got an open field. And he's running four two four three forties and, and and making our defensive backs get small in the rearview mirror really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they they defense was terrible, so our offense was able to get off. I'm not gonna get too high on my offense because yeah. I know how porous, uh, you know, LSU defense was. Um, super encouraged still by Trey Wilson, mm-hmm. and ETN came out to play good ball. He went back home. Montreal Johnson, our running backs came to do what they had to do. Um, yeah. There's a lot to be desired with discipline wise. I understand like rivalry games get chippy, but we're not the team that can get chippy. You know, like we're not the team that has that edge. I know we're trying to find ourselves, but 15 yard penalties. A lot of situations where we got our defense got a couple of stops, and I thought we had to score on every stop that we got because that team is going to be prolific and go get points. That offense is going to do what it do, and I know we could hit some rough spots. So when the defense did get stops, we didn't get points. They got up by ten. It just wasn't encouraging things, man. Um, our secondary is coming up to press and just not pressing nobody. Like, like I don't understand in anywhere in football that you're taught as defensive back, you put in a man press situation. You got to put your hands on these receivers. They got probably the best wide receiver course in the SEC. Those mm-hmm. dudes are flat out ballers and you're giving them an advantage by coming up, squeezing that space. There's no cushion and you just mirroring him and trying to run alongside. Like it's not going to work on. Um, that's not how defensive back work on you know, the pass rush is lackluster. We're not getting, we're not, we don't have defensive tackles with, with a get off to close and collapse pockets. They eat up space well, but they don't get out to the passer well. There's a lot to be desired with the linebacker position when Shamar James is out. Um, you know, the defense, we got to we gotta reach off for some things. We All the talent we see uh, is the younger guys. Guys like Derrick Wingo, um, Scooby Williams, they look out of position at linebacker. They're not natural fits there, you know. So there's still a lot to be done in the portal, recruiting. I know we, we lost some guys in recruiting um, the last couple of days. And some of that's due to, you know, the results on the field. And some guys are just going to leave because I don't think Auburn's playing lights out, but they end up taking out one of our defense, um, Jamonte Waller. But that's that's the nature of the business. We need to go find other players at those position. But you got to be able to get out to the passer. Um, I'm not down on Austin Armstrong. I understand we have a personnel issue. I don't think it's a scheme issue with him. So I'm not down on him, even though the defense is porous. I'm not feeling like it's a scheme issue, and we could talk a little bit about that. But the, overall, bro, this, we got to overhaul the roster straight up. Like you got to go get make bigger moves in the portal this offseason to get an offensive line in here. You can't run any of that back out there, in my opinion. Uh, 76 should have seen the bench, man. He's just not playing well enough to get us 15 yards. And that's the most discouraging thing is uh, players that are making mistakes and there's no accountability. You know, they talked to Billy in the sidelines. I thought we got a little chippy, and he was like, oh, I like it. I get what you're saying, but that's not the vibes right now, bro. Like, this team needs to 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 get a grip on discipline, you know, playing football the right way um, before we can get chippy in a game where, like, we talk good shit. Like, we our, our players talk good pregame. They do a little-ass stadium. You know, they they, they woofing and, and doing a little shuffling and fighting before the game. But when, the, when between the lines, we getting bullied and pushed around. Um, Same thing in strength conditioning. I know some fans are talking about that. It's a lot to be desired strength-wise, man. It look like we're getting bullied out there in a lot of phases. I could keep going, but I'm just Nick? I didn't, yeah, I didn't think – I didn't mind the chippiness. Like, there was just the, the one unsportsmanlike penalty. Um, but then, like, I, I saw Montreal Johnson get tackled mm-hmm. 12, 12 yards into the sideline, and then half the LSU bench comes over and starts talking a mess, and then, like, the, the ref just, like, puts his arm around Montreal and like drags him out of there. It's like, what about, what about a, f- a flag for, for being tackled? <laughs> yeah. Five and that's when the Gators were, the were just down 10 points, kind of driving downfield. Um, but yeah, I think, 
I don't know. I get I get being mad about losing to LSU. Um, but like I think I joked that LSU would score 60. Um they probably could have. Um Jaden Daniels is gonna do that. I think he should bring Florida's entire defense with him to New York or wherever the Heisman is. Um <laughs> It's I don't know I don't know what else there's there's not yeah. much left to say. We got much. two games left. The defense is what it is. Like I, I like Derek Wingo. I think his body's failing him. He's doing whatever he can with mm-hmm. uh, bad knees, ankles, and shoulders. Um, great glue guy to have in the locker room. Mm-hmm. But when you lose Shamar James, now you've got to have him playing on the field, and and he's just his is he just doesn't have his body is not healthy and to the point and hasn't been healthy since he's been at Florida, to be a big impact player in the SEC. But you're leaning on him because your other guys, Scooby Williams, mm-hmm. hasn't played well. Um, then you have Jaden Robinson. Manny Nunnery is athletic, but I, I think he's just a guy. There's just – there's a lot of Jags on this team. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of just just guys, just a guy on this team. Yeah, um, and it's almost my, – my older guys are just Jags, man. Jags, man. Um, but, but, but before the game – they're Tarzan, like, <laughs> like they're all Tarzan. Like after the whistle, the chippiness is Tarzan. When the whistle get blown, they turn into Jane. Jane. Crazy man. Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, um, obviously, real quick, game. offensive, yeah. offensively, five and a half yards of carry for Trevor. Four and a half, four point four for Montrell. Um, three touchdowns for Trevor. Graham Mertz, fine. Through through for three hundred yards. He um, uh, he breaks the record for long or most consecutive passes without an interception as well, bro. The the responses to that tweet that I sent out wild. <laughs> okay, some angry people. Um, yeah, it's brave. You trying to put something positive out there in these in these in these times, Nick? What are you crazy? Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Negative um, Nick got positive. That's insane, dog. They know your yeah. game, man. <laughs> we're on a we're on a whole PR campaign here, Silk. Don't let them know. Um. I look at Florida, they played 15 guys on offense. So they played six offensive linemen, four receivers. Like, there's just, you don't have dudes yet, bro. You just don't have dudes to compete with LSU. Um, Florida fans got tired of me because we had to do two weeks of like Georgia talk because the bye week. Mm-hmm. And they were sick and tired of me, called me a Georgia homer. But like, how are you watching these games and think that this roster, that Florida's roster can compete with LSU and can compete with Georgia? And now listen, I get it. If you're saying that Billy needs to hit the transfer portal better, sure, I can agree with that. Um, but the roster that we're watching, game in and game out, isn't going to compete with Georgia, with LSU, with Alabama. Mm-hmm. Probably ain't going to compete with Ole Miss, um, who just got smoked by Georgia. Um so you've got to hold on to the recruiting class, which you're not doing right now. Um, and, and you've got to hit the portal. I think it opens December 4th uh, for 30 days. You got to get offensive line depth because I don't think the class is going to help much. Mm-hmm. The, the 24 class. So you've got to go get some offensive linemen. Um, Florida's going to lose a bunch of guys in the transfer portal. I don't think anyone that – you know, you're going to cry about, but um, I'm sure it'll, it'll affect Twitter and that Billy's lost the program because they had, they need to get like, they need like 14 guys to leave just mm-hmm. to make room for the signing class before the transfer portal, you know, coming in. 
Yeah, no, and I and I definitely think that that can happen I, or will happen. I, I think that we know who some of those are. I'm sure there will be a surprise or two on there. And then also you have to make sure that you uh, continue to recruit these guys, right, that they're bought into the vision uh, and everything else, right, because transferring has never been easier, and some of these guys are going to uh, certainly be uh, tampered with a little bit uh, in the portal. So with Tamper harder, baby. Tamper, you got to tamper harder. You can start with trying to recruit some Texas A&M guys now, uh, and Mississippi State maybe. Who else? Boise no, State. They we were starting to get the dominoes. Starting to get. Hey, the dominoes. we we got we got Sam Pittman fired. Uh, we didn't, but he's fired. I mean, they Is got blown out by Auburn. Oh, no. I saw like one website. I mean, we were traveling. We were traveling a bunch yesterday, but I couldn't find that he was no, officially not official. fired. He said coming soon. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it's just a long, it's just a long procession to the funeral, uh, to the church. They're just driving. Imagine just showing up to work today and you're just like, man, the internet, there's a message board told me I'm getting fired today. Hey, did you hear something, bro? I don't care. These guys pay so much. I'm dancing. I'm Jimbo on the way, on the way to work. On the way to the office Sunday, I'm probably not going to the office Sunday to be honest with you. No, no, no. I'm going to see you Monday for me. See you Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Send the assistant. What do you guys think, uh, Jimbo OC? Brother, I, I don't think, I think Jimbo. I think Jimbo if I'm Jimbo, I'm year gone. Gone. You pay me uh, forty five million to coach, and then you're going to pay me seventy seven to just get the hell out of here. You go TV. Like Edo, like Edo said, what door? What door should I leave? I'm curious to see what the likes of, of Jimbo does, right? Because to, to rise to that rank, right? You've worked hard and that's that's all you've done your entire life. You know, can you take a year off? You know, Dan Mullen has obviously enjoyed it. He's still doing the SEC Network stuff. But I always wonder, you know, can these guys, even with $75 million, just go and retire somewhere? I mean, I could, but I don't know I about definitely some of these guys. Could. Shout out to Blake in the come. He said Jimbo told his team on Saturday night, I'm going to my ranch and then just left. See you guys that's later. An exit. That's a that's a that's a hell of an exit. I was just I, I don't want Jimbo as OC, you know. It's just it's, I was kidding. It's not a, it's a joke. Yeah. Why, yeah, there's a lot had, of OC. He had to bring in the OC and then he got fired. So like it's, it's just talk. Hey, he uh, found in what Bobby Petrino, right? Yeah. Which, yeah. All right. Let's get... And I said that when, when one thing I did say when we first got Billy, the moment we bring in the OC is probably the beginning of the end. In these type of situations, when play callers take that stuff back, like I know fans be wanting it and they think like they 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 can see, oh, he just needs to OC. Nine times out of ten, bro, that shit don't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, well, let's get into the game a little bit. Uh, Nick, you mentioned uh, Graham Mertz throws for 300 yards, throws for 311 yards, 66% uh, passing. Um, one touchdown, again, no interceptions, has gone over 203 pass. I'm not sure where he's at right now, probably 208, 209 uh, consecutive completions without a um, – without an interception or pass attempts without an interception. So uh, congratulations to him. But one thing that uh, I did notice rewatching uh, the game a little bit yesterday, uh, Graham Mertz sacked three times. A couple of those were on him. So still want to see some improvement uh, in getting the ball away uh, from him, but ultimately a a solid performance uh, by Graham Mertz, enough to, to do – you know, enough to not, uh, not cost the team. Um, let's see here. 
from a receiving perspective, uh, Ricky Pierce, 103 yards, Montreal Johnson, 65, Eugene Wilson, 63, Hayden Hansen, 34, Arliss Bornham, 21, Marcus Burke, 20, uh, and Trevor Etienne, 5. Uh, Khalil Jackson does not get a reception, although I don't 100% understand uh, it being called an incomplete pass. Looks good enough for me, uh, but I do want to give Hayden Hanson a shout out. I know when the Gators were um, deep in their own uh, side of the football field, uh, he got open. Uh, Gators ran the or, uh, threw the ball in first down, got a, you know 15, 20 yards on that pass. So a uh, good play by him. But uh, overall, on offense, uh, you guys have anything that you guys want to touch on? Anybody you want to congratulate? Um, yeah, a lot of love to just my my, my the, the young boys, man. Uh, I got Kevin Collins made some plays here and there. You can see the sparks in the young young dudes. Just tired. I know the fans are tired of seeing the same defensive backs get burnt. It's tired of seeing it's same offensive linemen with like mm. that's just the, the frustrating part about it, bro. Just seeing the same people make the same mistakes, man. Um, mm -hmm. Defense. Do you? I mean, Billy's already burnt his DC card. We're on our mm -hmm. second defensive coordinator. Um, and I'm going to keep saying, I don't know if it's Armstrong, but you got to get results. Um, the team has scored points in back-to-back -back weeks, and we couldn't stop a nosebleed. You know, that Arkansas team struggled uh, the week before us and the week after bad. us, right? Yeah. Like, like there's really no excuse for that Arkansas team, even with personnel, just you could kill that at that point. Like, you got to be able to stop that team. That team is porous on offense. They had a first-time play caller. Mm -hmm. You know, people's like, oh, that team is better than what it says on paper. They played Bama close, and they played – if they play Bama right now, they get their socks smoked, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, teams are peaking, and, and we're not wait, peaking. Wait. We're going the opposite direction. Go ahead. Get their socks smoked? Boot smoke, sock smoke. Uh, that's funny. I'm delirious. It's been a long, long travel day. Uh, yeah, the Arkansas game, to me, is kind of like it's like the Vanderbilt game. Like, that's just going to be the stain on the season. That's what you mm -hmm. point to. I think mm – -hmm. I don't know that fans are happy right now if you beat Arkansas, but I think the mood is a little bit, it, it's definitely uh, the stain of the season. It's crazy to see them score three points and then 10 points sandwiched in between a, a near 40 burger in Gainesville. Um, Insane. There, there's guys in positions to make plays. I asked Billy last Monday or Wednesday, like, is it, it, is part of it just like, hey, the young players just wearing down? Like you, you would hope that young players are, are getting better and learning, but like also, is there something to this is the longest football season they've ever had, and mm -hmm. against the most physical part of the of the of the schedule, and they're just wearing down. Like I'm seeing a lot of arm tackles. I'm seeing a lot of broken tackles. Um, are guys like Jordan Castell, Bryce Thornton, Kelby Collins, T.J. Searcy, are, are they just worn out? at this point in the season because they're 18-year-old, 19-year-old young men going against – we still got 24-year-old – Graham Mertz will turn 24 in, in December. You're still playing uh -huh. against 24-year-old COVID men. So, like, is there mm -hmm. any credence to that? Like, I think the schemes – and when you look at um, Southern Miss, Austin Armstrong's defenses give up big plays. I think LSU had, like, 17 explosive plays. Like, they give up big plays because they play – uh, man coverage. Um, and if you're not finishing in the backfield, um, you're going to get beat. So you, you kind of take some explosive plays when you look at this, uh, this defense, but hope that they'd be better. I mean, 701, 701 yards of offense. Historic. Most ever. Yeah. Historically bad. 
Yeah. Um, let's just get into that. I mean, obviously the defense doesn't look good. We can just kind of talk, you know, holistically and we'll just let this go on uh, as long as we want. Uh, actually, before we do that, let's give it, cause I do have a feeling this segment's going to go a very long time. Let's give a shout out to a new sponsor that we have our friends over at Lucy sent us a nice little care package. If you are looking for nicotine pouches, some lip pillows, for the gums, look no further than our friends over at Lucy. So uh, a few things that I think are important to talk about with Lucy. Got this care package, a lot of different flavors. This one's mint, mango, apple ice. Now, there's a, a few other flavors that they have there. Wintergreen, pomegranate, uh, espresso, uh, five different strengths from two milligrams up to 12. No tobacco. Uh, and some of the best products that you will find on the market now. So if you are looking to get focused better, maybe get a, a boost of energy. Maybe you just watch the Gators play and you're like, man, that really wore out of me. Um, pop in a Lucy. Maybe you go for the 12 milligrams for that case, right? Uh, or to look and chill and relax. Go check out our friends again over at Lucy. With this sponsorship, you can get 20% off of your order. If you go to lucy.co forward slash stadium, you'll get 20% off your order. You get free shipping, 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. So again, lucy.co, promo code stadium. You get 20% off of your order. Try them. Taste amazing. Flavor's amazing. Better than Zen. I know Zen's popular, so go check Lucy out again, lucy.co forward slash stadium and get 20% off of your order and free shipping. Fine print Lucy products are for only adults of legal age and every order's age verified. This product does contain nicotine and nicotine is an addictive chemical. So again, hell of a drug. Lucy.co for forward slash stadium for 20% off of your order. All right, guys. Lucy, L-U-C-Y. L-U-C-Y dot C-O. Yeah. All right, guys. That, well, that, let's I get... didn't know they had flavored dip. Like, is that a thing too? Well, no tobacco. No tobacco. So there's no, no tobacco. Just, just nicotine. But I'm saying, like, if I'm a tobacco guy, is that a thing? I don't I don't know. So I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, I think we tread lightly legally on how much we talk about the differences and, and the encouragement of using it as a suppression device but uh but go check it out go check it all out. right my bad all right no <laughs> I, I just i don't want us to get in trouble you know I, I can't afford a lawsuit all right guys so um thoughts we are gators are five and five have missouri who had a big win this weekend and then fsu yeah shout out to me shout my to picks my picks from june 12th 10 and 0 Congratulations. Uh, I saw you have wins against Missouri and uh, FSU ahead. So I sure do. I sure do. So listen, can't fault me a 10 and 2 pick in in June. Great, great season for me. Uh, but if we go 12, if Make my picks go 12 and 0, if my picks go 12 and 0, I think we're we're having an entirely different conversation uh, on the November 28th show. Yep. Yep. So, all right, guys, obviously, this is what the fans are here for. Got a lot of people watching. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button while you're here. 
throw us a super chat, hop in the comments here. We got a lot to talk about, right? So Gators football program right now from the outside looking in seems a little broken, right? From a talent perspective, uh, Gators are not where uh, they need to be to win cons consistently in the SEC. Recruiting is going well in that the Gators are ranked fourth right now in the country recruiting-wise. Uh, they did just lose a four-star Jamonta Waller, and they also just lost four-star cornerback Wardell Mack, who I never thought would commit to Florida. was always kind of surprised that he did, but he's going to go to Texas. Waller's going to Auburn, like Silk said. Um, the Gators are also holding on for dear life with Nasir Johnson, uh, who visited, and I know there's a, a couple of other guys that are, are visiting. So from a talent acquisition perspective, things are better, but still, you know, room for opportunity. And then obviously from a personnel um, coaching perspective, there's probably going to need some changes that need to be made. So, so gentlemen, give me, give me your thoughts, state of the program. What are some things that Florida needs to, to start tackling? Hmm, I think the, the obvious thing, let, let's have a conversation about, I'm not trying to fire anybody, but, you know, if just play coach, fantasy coach, uh, what new moves you make? Obviously, offensive coordinator, we got to bring one in, but um, defensive staff-wise, Armstrong didn't hire that staff, right? Like, he came in, he had to deal with what was here. Um, there's a lot to be desired, you know, defensive line, pass rush, not calling anybody out, but linebacker, like the entire defense, um, like staff-wise, a lot to be desired. Um, we don't think it's the scheme. Um, so what, what do you guys think we do going forward defensive wise? Do we make any, any shifts and changes on that side of the ball? Offense is kind of obvious. I wonder about Corey Raymond, um, because Corey Raymond and Patrick Tony did not get along, but scheme wise, the, uh, Austin Armstrong and Patrick Tony are cut from the same defensive cloth. Like that's, they, they learned from the same guy. Like, this is a very similar scheme. Um, Corey Raymond uh, has, has not, I'm not going to say he's not recruited well because, like, he's, he's going to get some guys. But in the age of NIL, like, Corey Raymond's not getting the same kind of guys. Like, the recruiting pitches are different. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, come play for me. Cool. What's the number? What? Where is the comma? How many zeros are coming after the comma? um in nil so like i think he became a little bit disenfranchised with recruiting starting with like the whole cormani deal last year um does he want to stick around because uh, his his secondaries have not looked good and um one thing like Corey rim is not coaching the safeties i keep i keep seeing that you had to give him a new title to give him more money to keep him after last year in practice Corey Raymond is not coaching the safeties we said that in the spring said that again in the fall and people are still talking about Corey Raymond coaching the safeties. He's not just, just a title to get more money. Like Rob sale, not coordinating the offense. He's the offense mm. coordinator. He's not coordinating the offense. He's getting a uh, million dollars to coach half of the offense. He's coordinating half, half of the offensive line for a million dollars. Must be a nice job. Um, so I think, I think there's a bunch of staff moves you have to make. I, I honestly, I don't know. Like I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the quiet part out loud here. I don't know that you need an on-field special teams coach because the analysts are just coaching, uh -huh. uh, and you're and you're paying them a lot less. Um, but like I don't think you need two offensive line coaches. I think you need somebody to call plays so Billy can be more involved with things that aren't just the quarterback 
uh, in the offense. I think you're going to see changes on the defense. I think you're going to see a bunch of staff, staff turnover. Mm -hmm. I, I say that, but also I know that Billy Napier has never fired anyone, never outright fired anyone. People have been encouraged to seek employment elsewhere, but no one's mm -hmm. ever gotten a pink slip handed to them from Billy Napier. So, so let's I, end the Nick Saban comparison. Yeah. Fire somebody, I, bro. You got to fire somebody. This is big boy business. I ain't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Nick, finish your take. No, 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 no that's, that, I mean, that's right. So, like, I think Austin Armstrong didn't hire these guys. I like Austin Armstrong. He's young, but he's fiery. Um, I, I think the schemes are good. Just listen, I'm talking to like Brandon Spikes. I'm talking to uh, other defensive coaches. Like, they like the scheme. They think the schemes are good. Um, you, you've had a bunch of roster turnover, like 75% of the roster is, is Billy's guys, but you're, you're relying on freshmen. You're relying on like guys like Manny Nunnery is, are, are playing major snaps right now. Um, I, I'm down there on the field and I'm looking also coming into the game. I, I'm looking up all this stuff and I'm like, man, we talked about how LSU's defense stinks, but they're right there in the rankings with Florida, <laughs> like right next to the, well, I think the that we, we, we the knew that, right. We've talked about that for two years. Same right? other than those like first, like four weeks where we're like, maybe we've turned the page here. Yeah. Tennessee game. Yeah. We yeah, got the Tennessee, Tennessee game. game. Yeah. Utah, you know, throw a couple plays out there. Looked pretty good. Obviously you have the two cupcakes. You have Tennessee and we're like, all right, we've turned the, we've turned the page here a little bit. Mm -hmm. If not, if not, no, no, the pages were stuck together. Went back. Yeah, the pages were stuck together. It was a choose your own adventure. We chose the wrong part of the adventure, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I miss those choose your own adventure books. <laughs> I don't. I'm watching one yeah. unfold live. Dan, you know? Dan, we went into the horror section of the library and picked up the choose your own I'm adventure book. You. It, was, it was never going to end well. I thought well. goosebumps were scary when I was a kid. And then we turned <laughs> the game on Saturday night, and I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. Stephen King's watching the Florida season, getting ready for his next book. I'm telling you what, that might be NC-17 at times. Um, no, I, I do think, right, you know, Florida, obviously, we, we knew that there was a talent deficiency. We can say that we should have attacked the transfer portal differently. Um, you know, a, a guy wants to have to come here, too, right? And there's only a few major impacts transfers a year not like two or three but there's there's a handful of them it's not like every transfer is working out everywhere and a lot of times it's to fill in a gap it's not to fill in all of the gaps that that you have uh, on the team and i know fsu's done it they've been doing it for you know two or three years now uh but it, but at the end of the day you know florida is Got a, a major talent deficiency on the defensive side of the ball. Um, defensive line, uh, Justice Boone was a, a much bigger loss than we anticipated. Um, you know, Antoine Powell, Ryland Powell, uh, you know, probably could have been an impactful player on this team this year. Linebackers, you obviously lose Shamar James. They're young. They've not been recruited very well for the last three or four years, right? You have a good crop coming in, but you can't count a ton on them. And our defensive backs just haven't been great, right? I mean, obviously you're starting two freshman safeties that, that we hope to see some improvement, but, you know, number three and number eight have been liabilities all year. Devin Moore's been hurt. You know, Jakeem Jackson's a freshman. We haven't seen much of or or any of Deshaun Johnson uh, in the defensive backfield either. Uh, and at this point, you almost should just see what you have out of them or give them reps, right? Um, if the same thing's going to happen, I, I just – 
I'm, I'm shaking my head wondering where the, the options are and where you can try to figure out what you have and, and how you might be able to get better. Cause we've kind of seen what we've seen. You have some guys that you recruited very highly. Why aren't they getting a shot? They don't have to get all the shots, but a shot. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know um, if, if it matters or where they at with the the red shirt counter and all of that stuff and why some of these guys ain't playing. But I would like to see just some different guys. And Devin Moore just got to stay healthy, bro. Yeah. That's just, that's just been his downfall. I think he's our best defensive back on the team, but it don't even matter because he can't even make the field. He's always injured. It's always something new. Um, But the game is what it was, bro. Like, you, you can watch that game a thousand times, bro. Like, mm. we, we were going to need a totally different Florida team to show up on the road. Like, we always, right. like, hoping for a miracle to be able to, to win and get both eligible out of LSU. But um, mm. Arkansas game, you missed that. You probably missed both eligibility because the last three games, you're going to be not favored um, mm-hmm. to beat any of those teams. Um, Mindset-wise, like, you just got to start ironing the portal, coaching moves. A lot of teams around the country are firing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Billy's too playing too nice of football. Like, this ain't Pop Warner. You can't appease the coaches and not rub them the wrong way. Pause. Mm-hmm. Fire people. That's just what it is. The job's not getting done. Like, we all adults. We know what it is. It's not nothing disrespectful with firing people. But when you look around college football, people are getting fired right now for, like, lack of performance, lack of winning, lack of offense, lack of defense, whatever it may be. The buyouts are crazy. He, Billy ain't the only one with a crazy buyout. So, I think the urgency – is matching the feel like the urgency from the portal is the same urgency we see when we're down 10 points in the fourth quarter and we're just walking up to the line of scrimmage it's the same vibes um it's time to shake something up that's it these last two games and like you lost the fans when it pertains to this season now everybody's paying attention to recruiting who do we retain are we still closing the gap are you still selling the vision because what if the recruits ain't buying the vision then everything shifts mm-hmm. a little bit you know, that's the only hope we got right now is the recruiting classes you're bringing in. So portal closing on the recruiting class, still trying to finish top five recruiting. All of that matters. That's where we at with it. Um, These football games about to be horrid the last two. I don't expect nothing magical to change. I don't expect all of a sudden the defensive backs to get benched. I don't expect the offensive line to start blocking people. I, another thing that's really annoying me, and I just got to say, Graham Mercer's playing good this year. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a selfish part of his game with eating those sacks. Mm-hmm. Now he's protecting his his completion percentage. Like, he, bro, those two three yards, whatever it may be, when you're eating those stats, like those those yards, throw the ball away. Now you're running out of bounds three yards behind the line of scrimmage, taking sacks because you don't want an incompletion. That's in my opinion. I think he's taking sacks because he don't want incompletions on his stats. Like, get that out of your game, brother. Like, we trying to win football games, man. Yeah, no, we got a obviously a lot. Um, I think I, I I don't know what might change if anything might change over the next two games, right? Maybe they try to get a third game with you know the bowl game if there's not enough teams. I don't I don't totally know what oh, what bro, it looks please. like now. No, Say what? Spare, spare me the, the five and seven APR bowl game. No, oh come on, in the portal, man. Go to no, work. Okay. Thank yeah. you. So, but so this is um, <laughs> so, and there's a comment unless it's the Bahamas Bowl, Dan. Unless the Bahamas, the Bahamas Bowl, Bowl got moved this year, no, 
Yeah, no. they, they moved it. Um, they're doing do renovations. Like that? They do my people like that. That's crazy. No. The All right, then, then never mind. Never mind. Uh, is being moved to Shreveport. Um, never mind. Uh, it's, it's going somewhere. Um, sorry, let me look this up. Albuquerque. Um, it, it got moved because, uh, geez, Louise. I'll find it here in a second. But, um, but anyway, what's long funny, story short, what's what's been funny to me is every. It's, it's game, gonna be in Charlotte. Charlotte. Sure. Oh, I'll take Charlotte. What's been funny to me is um every game there's bull reps. Bull reps go to these games and, and they walk around, they all have like their jackets with like their cheese it logo on their jacket or peach bowl logo on their jackets. And as the season goes on, you start seeing less peach bowl yeah, you start to see like gmac you're like oh, i'm starting man. yeah yeah I'm, I'm seeing like tax slayer cheese it and i'm like hey guys do one of these why. bowl reps even go is it just i'm, I'm sure game, it's a baby. vacation you know what i mean free, like free game free food they're not yeah. like what are, are they really you scouting or? For, right you're just gonna look to see whatever your tie-ins are you're gonna take whatever the best ranked team is or the one that's more local that's gonna attract fans these guys don't need to go to these games dog um, and pony show yeah dog and pony show um so uh, but but i don't think things are gonna change uh, but I do think it would do a hell of a lot in the PR perspective to make some changes. What do you guys think? I'm with you on that. Like staff wise, player wise, he he could use a spark somewhere. I'm not sure what that spark is, and and, and the fans gonna care. But um, I think just getting younger, like who hits the transfer portal right now, don't matter. I know you got to play politics and keep guys around so you can keep a full depth chart. But it's two games left. Probably not making the bowl. Get young, get reps, get ready for next year. What you mm -hmm. got, Nick? Yeah, you're you're gonna miss a bowl game. Um, I think even at six and six, the bowl game <clears throat> that you would be looking at would probably be like December between December like nineteen twenty seventh and oh. or December nineteenth and December thirtieth. Um, so do you even get those fifteen practices in? Uh, they got what like year? seven in last year. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they give guys off time when they have uh, like that four or five days when they have finals. So they didn't practice then. Um, you're trying to recruit like the college calendar is messed up right now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know that you should accept a bowl, an APR bowl. Um, you don't have to accept a bowl game at an APR. I remember Florida fans last year didn't want to go to the Las Vegas bowl. Uh, obvious reasons daddy daddy disney uh is not going to let you pull out of that bowl game baby they pay a lot of money to put these on and and uh they get a lot of money in in marketing and advertising uh so if, if you're six and six you're going to that bowl game baby that's they you're going yeah. um florida can win uh, it's do i weirdly feel better about beating number four florida state at home than Missouri, uh, what is, whatever Missouri, where are they 10 now? Seven, yeah, nine or, or 10. Like, yeah, nine or 10. Uh, on the road, like Missouri is not the team I thought they would be. Missouri, Eli Drinkwitz is puffing his chest out. My my guy said, We are the state champions of Tennessee after beating Vanderbilt and the Vols. So are we. Congratulations, <laughs> you and Florida share a title. Oh, is this the Tennessee state championship game this Saturday? 
The Tennessee State Championship. We'll put it on our <laughs> rings after. Very Florida State of us to do that. Um, so obviously some changes need to be made. Um, we're not. I don't we see don't, any changes happening in season. So like, we no, about, no. Like, I mean, what's, so what's the point, right? What are you going to do? You're going to promote an analyst that you're not going to promote into that role, right? I mean, I you know I don't. I didn't understand the move last year or two years ago when Dan Mullen made the changes with a couple games left other oh, than you, you were to, a, to. to appease, right? Um, and there's not a lot of appeasing of, uh, you know, the Gator fan base right now making those changes now. I think you just get through the end of the year. But I would like to see some personnel changes just to kind of give them an opportunity to play, right? Um, you know, your guys that you are going to rely on aren't going to be here for five years. Right, they're going to be somewhere for three years or four years. You have to see who those guys are, and if they're not ready to get some snaps by now, I, I've got some question marks with how poor some of the areas, especially on the defensive side of the ball, the offensive line. I, I don't, I don't even know. Right, I mean, I, I, I find it very hard to believe that there's nobody, but there's apparently not anybody. Um, but from a running back perspective, wide receiver room, tight end room, there's been some improvement there. So, um, you know, Graham Burks has been okay. So focusing on all those other areas between now and the end of the year, and then the transfer portal has to be different. You have to go big game hunting. You have to get the fan base excited and you've got to close in on this recruiting class. Facts. Other than that, I mean, clock's, clock's ticking, no matter what the changes are, if you can't get the talent you need, and both recruiting and the transfer portal next year it doesn't matter if you hire, you know, Bill Belichick to coach your defense, right? You're still yeah. gonna be dealing with the same issues, right? Well, yeah, yeah, the we, only the only way you can save the season is completing a hail mary, probably winning. I think I think if Florida beats Florida State, fans will be happy. You've then ruined Florida State's season. Um. You get bowl eligible so we can complain about Florida's lackluster performance in whatever uh, toilet bowl they go to. Um, but you but you ruin FSU season. Um, I think the recruiting class, recruiting is going to be what they need to do to continue selling hope. Um, DJ Lagway, I don't think is going anywhere. No. Um, that's, the, that's the guy you need to bring in. Um, now you need pieces around him. Um, but you need to finish strong. You're going to need to also hit the portal. And listen, I, I still have no reason to believe that Florida will be good in the second portal window, just the way that they do their evaluation. So you've got to hit that December 4th when that starts, when that opens. And I keep saying that that date. I don't, I don't know if that is correct. I think it is. Yeah. You need to hit that window hard. Um, if they and, don't, they're uh, cooked. Like yeah. I think, I think Billy Napier's uh, tenure is going to be on how they attack the portal this off season. Like everybody keeps talking about offensive coordinator, not bro. Like we'll see. Unless he go make some dynamic hire or something crazy, I'm just not sold on you know guys that call plays, bringing in a play caller out of the blue. It works sometimes, but nine times out of ten, it doesn't work. Uh, we have a talent issue. That's our right. biggest problem is a talent issue, and for us to. Ability to have a shot and to keep this thing rolling, and not have to force DJ Lagway to, to start playing earlier than than expected. Because he's gonna if you burn your OC car, you burn your defensive coordinator car twice or once already. But you already burnt that car. So there's two cars you burnt. Only car you are gonna have next year if, if things get a little rocky with that tough schedule we have is 
you know, pulling DJ Lagway out of your back pocket. So they got to hit the porter and, and and get a whole offensive line, brother, a whole some defensive tackles and and, and mm-hmm. some pass rushes that can get to the passing. You need defensive backs. You need a senior or or older wide receiver. You lose mm-hmm. Pierce all, so you're maybe yep. missing some some leadership in that room. You need some guys like ASAP. Yeah, and it's not like Florida has proven that they have a lot of depth at the wide receiver position, right? Um, you've seen Trey Wilson obviously have a great year, um, but once you lose Ricky, what's what's next, right? You have some talent, right? Andy Jean's there, Aiden Mizell's there. You have a couple guys. Marcus Burke's not really turned into maybe what we thought he might be. Um, you know, so there's there's going to be issues there. You know, tight end, they might be okay. Be curious to see what happens in the running back room if Montreal Johnson goes pro or go somewhere else or what Florida does there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Florida's got to keep their linebacking group that they have coming in, and then they've got to keep an L.J. McCray. They've got to just continue to stack this talent. But uh, I'm going to just put it out there that I think December 4th, through probably the first week of January that gets you through the transfer portal. And then that gets you into that recruiting. You know, most of these guys are going to sign early. It's just what happens these days. Uh, And getting these guys on campus is going to be the most important three, four week stretch of Billy Napier's career. And I think that you're going to know by my birthday. So January 20th, whether Billy Napier will be successful at UF or not. That's it. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb Douglas too. Yeah, he comes, but he comes back from injury. So, but by yeah. January twentieth, I think you will know whether Billy Napier will be successful at the University of Florida or not. Straight up, you gotta get active in that portal, close on his recruiting class. But if next year is, is, is a lot to be known as far as what other rosters are gonna look like. But mm-hmm. I expect other teams in the SEC to go play big boy ball in the portal. I don't think nobody's gonna sit back and be complacent. College football is right. wide open. Is is really the the the, the environment? where it's at right now where you could go do like spend a lot of money in the nil department acquire some mm-hmm. talents it's still a talent acquisition business uh, we're doing good with recruiting high school ranks uh, and whatever we do miss and whatever may lead this class you got to go get guys and like mm-hmm. not not just guys we don't know like guys that are productive right now mm-hmm. not guys that are on the bench you know we got some guys that come over in the portal but it was a lot of we'll see how these players pan yeah. out like that we heard they were good at Louisville, we heard they were good here and there, like the Manny Nunneries and all, and the, uh, Caleb Banks who's injured. Um, but no, nah, you got to get bona fide starters that are productive that that could come in and change some things, push the pocket, get to the passer. Football is still football. You got to pass pro. You got to get to the passer, and you got to be able to get turnovers, all of that. And we're not doing any of that. Go get difference makers, players that erase bad play calls, like straight up. And and you've got to be if you're going to tout recruiting. Right, recruiting these guys in the transfer portal, getting them to buy into your vision, is just as much a part of the role now uh, as doing it at the high school level. Uh, and right now, we no longer live in a world where you have two, three, four years to develop a guy. You have a season to make sure that that person's bought in, and then you have the opportunity to supplement that roster with some guys that are going to buy in for one, maybe two years. So you've got to you've got to be able to be just as good a recruiter to buy into that vision and what you're selling. And that's why I think that if they can't get the guys that everybody wants to be difference makers, then the writing's on the wall. 
Ooh. I mean, they're 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 just facts, right? And I'm not is it sold on, on Billy or not? I'm not selling on Billy Napier and this staff either. I think that there's some positive things that they can do and some adjustments that they can be made. But you know, at the end of the day, this is a talent acquisition business, and you've got to show that you are in the talent acquisition business. Right? Correct. You can't just be good at one part of talent acquisition and not good at the other. Right? Running a business. Right. If you're really good at recruiting entry level people, yes, some of them might grow to be managers and directors and VPs at your organization one day. But then there's the retain the retention of the talent. And then there's being able to plug and play with individuals into certain roles. And that's where Florida's got to be. But you can have the world's best entry level recruiting program. But if you're not doing the rest, doesn't mean that you're running a good talent acquisition business from a business perspective. Just move that over to football right? Florida can recruit really well, right? And Adarius Hayes, I think is going to be a really good player. And I really think that Miles Graham is going to be a really good player, but to count on them to say, Hey, that's your linebacker group with Shamar James next year. Yeah. Right. I mean, for year one, year three, right. You can say, Which, yeah, that's great. But not in, not in your, not when you need them to perform. Well, you, uh, you're going to be here in year three for when, when they're good, or is this going to be right. uh, a Ron, a Ron Zuck Urban Meyer situation where you spend four years, you know, recruiting a bunch of guys, and by the time they're ready to contribute, the next guy's winning championships with your guys. Regardless, I think that's what yeah. you got to do. Like, you got to like people, the weird people out that are out here saying fire Billy right now. That's wild. Like you're yeah. you're nuts, bro. Like you you will lose like this this entire recruiting class. You will lose the the the, the young freshmen. That you see the promise in the portal's wide open, they're gonna get recruited, they'll be out of here. And the best time to hire um, the best time to hire or fire is when you got a good roster. You know, we we brought Billy in to flip the, the mess that Dan Mullen left mm-hmm. uh, until he finished flipping this roster and he got three years of the talent that he's capable of bringing in. You can't move him because you're gonna deplete the roster again, and then you turn it into damn near Vanderbilt with the quality of talent that you have. Nobody's going to come in here and be able to reshift, like not the guys that matter. The, the, the big dog coaches still have meaningful games and they're still coaching. And also you're creating an environment where the turnover is too radical. Mm-hmm. Like firing somebody in two years after what they just inherited from Dan Mullen, like the coaches know what was going on. Like we're fans, but guys in that fraternity know what's going on. That's just not a good environment. We got to flip the entire roster. Am I completely sold on Billy Napier? No, I'm completely sold on how football works. Mm-hmm. You got to get talent on this thing, bro. Like, and then the next guy, regardless of when somebody gets fired, right? Like, you're going to have players leave. But I would rather have a fully flipped roster and then see what exits then uh, a roster that we have right now. And then the few bright spots that you have, that's your future, and they leave too. Bro, next year would be a bloodbath. It'd be a yeah. blood call. Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. the problem I see next year is you're still going to be young, but I'm. Like I, I've been a. You don't have like, to be. That's what the portal for. You ain't well, gotta so like be. Florida, you know, Florida portal. should send. Florida should send me a check because I've been out here carrying this water for them just every week. Hey man, these guys are young. The best players are the guys that they brought in, and, and I'm not lying. Like I believe that to be true. But like next year, I'm not going to be championing that for you, and I don't think the fan base wants to hear it. It's just like you said, so you don't have to be young. That's going to be a choice. But it, some of it is also what Dan said. Like, hey, not every guy in the portal is going to have Florida as his dream school. Mm-hmm. You know, Keon Coleman, 
would make a huge difference on Florida's roster. Didn't even visit Gainesville. Had no interest. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying anything bad about Billy. Some guys just don't love Florida the way Florida fans love Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida's NIL was going through a massive shift in the offseason. I don't think they had the money uh, to, to land some of these guys that went other places. So is your NIL right um, this offseason? Is that going to help you in the transfer portal? It should, right? You know, actually, um, shout out to Vance. Vance Vance sent his dollar in. He got a dollar, dog. Someone's coming. On it. Yeah. If I, if, if me donate it. No, no, I don't see what I was going to Yeah, a lot of people do Vance like firing. He said, how do you fire someone without donating a check? Great. I mean. I mean, people that still lot, have checks. A lot of people also, love wow. just saying, hey, just pay the $35 million buyout, whatever it is. Buy out the rest of the staff. Fire all the admin and let's just do it again. Let's just do it every two years. When last time? When last time you got behind somebody in Publix that wrote a check at in the line? That's egregious. In the year in the year twenty twenty three of our Lord and Savior, yeah, writing checks. My goodness, I ran into one last week, bro. She had a grow like almost had like a grocery cart and then a green little handy buggy thing, a little yeah. basket. Like, ah, oh, she got a lot of stuff. So did, did she ring all this stuff up? And then she pulls out a checkbook and start like, first of all, you had plenty of time to write this check, lady. At least endorse it out to public. You know what right. I mean? Let's put the like, date on there. Let's sign it. Let's fill it out later. Yeah, Silk, Silk's do. back there looking at the looking at the play clock. It's like, ma'am, you had 40 seconds to call this play. Listen we have four here. seconds left on the clock, and you're now You look like the Gators coming out of a timeout. You know what I mean? Everybody in the line did this. Oh, my God. Like, the whole line did it. I was like – Come on, lady, get out of here! Like, who still yeah, care? Anywho, she have her ledger on the top where she's like doing the subtraction. Yeah, yeah. keep her balancing check. Yeah, no, no, man, man, you balance that in the car. Balance the checkbook in the car. <laughs> Don't balance it in line. Man, you got to tap it and keep it moving, man. Like, welcome to 2023, dog. If you putting it in the machine, I'm kind of mad. Like, come on, bro, just tap it. Anywho, back to uh, writing checks and firing people. Uh, no, we just got to revamp the staff. You know, it, it's possible to bring in the right people and to rehire. I think it needs to be done from a whole program standpoint. I don't, I don't know who the offensive coordinator is going to be, but there's a lot of good options out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sold on any particular guy, but I think you need to bring in somebody with a lot of experience um, and, and not have to sell like you sold Austin Armstrong and like you sold Patrick Tony. You got to bring in somebody that has a bona fide, resume of being successful either pro college preferably not g5 if you go get a g5 guy he better be somebody that's hooping like the james madison offensive coordinator other than that we about to see what the standard is we keep talking about what the standard is but when we go when it's time to hire fire and to make big boy moves what that programs are making you know to go pay in the portal to get the big keon coleman's like like money talk and then we want to compete with those teams in the world. We got to be able to make those type of decisions around our program. So we're going to see what Billy do. And like like I'm, I'm saying it, bro, you got to go get super aggressive in the portal. If you're not super aggressive, don't be tweeting all day like Blue Orange, man. Lord, love yourself. You know, find some peace and understanding. Yeah, shout out to my guy Blue Orange, but that boy hasn't taken a minute off, man. Yeah. In a month. Commitment to excellence. Um, let's get a – has. Has any marketing campaign like the Gator standard? I think Dan Mullen started that, and then like Florida got behind it, and then quickly the standard was not met, and immediately thrown back in your face, and like still getting thrown back in your like. What is the Gator standard? It's never I been like Gator quanti- standards. It's never, it's never been quantified by any of them. 
Isn't that an Urban Meyer thing? Yeah. Yeah, Urban so, Meyer. Maybe Dan Dan brought it back. Yeah, Dan brought Dan, it back. Dan, Dan might have put some, some Diddy sauce on it and remixed it. Yeah, yeah we've, we've got a, a long debate. Um, yeah. A sauce had lasted a minute, so. <laughs> a long debate on what that standard is because my my definition of what the Gator standard has been and what the internet believes the Gator standard is, not what it should be, but what it is, uh, do differ quite a bit. Um, but that's um, a different discussion for a different time. The other um, one, the other one that I'm reminded of was the hashtag it's great UF, which I think came out in 20 in 2013. So those might be the two worst marketing campaigns just because of what's happened on the football field. Hmm. Hmm. Who do you think leaves? Let's, let's talk about this. Like we're at where we at. Um, like I think Prince Lee's out of here, right? And Prince, Prince, gone. Is gone, right? See, yeah. Prince is done. Who else is Ricky's gone? gone. Ricky's gone. Ricky That's it. Those, those, are, those are the NFL guys on your roster. But somebody's going to be... You got, you got somebody that thinks they're an NFL roster. Somebody's going to think they got high standards. Um, but, like, like, so I think Montreal Johnson should leave. Um, yeah. I think he's probably a fourth-round guy. You um, think? But you're, but you're probably a fourth, fifth-round guy next year, too. If I'm, um, if, I'm, if I'm making that, I'll stay in college, bro. You make that check the, in, in, in college. Probably the NFL more. doesn't value that entire position. Like that position has no value to the NFL. Um, as but soon he, as you get, you want you you might get to your second your second deal. But like next year, Cam Carroll's back, Tran Webb's back. They have a running back in this class. Tra uh, Trevor Etienne's back. So like, you're not doing anything next year that's going to appreciably help your draft stock. And once you get to the NFL, you need to get to your second contract if you're running back as fast as possible. So it doesn't make sense to me for Montreal Johnson to come back. Yeah, I just don't know if he gets drafted that high. I mean, right. I think like, I think Montreal Johnson. I don't. I don't think he's a fourth or fifth round. I think Montreal Johnson is probably good enough to make an NFL roster. Right. I just don't think after watching this year that Montreal Johnson gets fourth or fifth round. No, I but think like Ricky, it's like Ricky Pearsall. I said last year on the show, like he's what's he going to do this? He's having a great year. I don't think he's his draft stocks improved much. Like he is, but where he, is. but where he get probably got drafted, he's probably making more money in NIL than what he probably would have got mm -hmm. drafted, right? So like from a business standpoint, I think Montreal, depending on he should, it's possible Montreal could. I don't know how well he's gonna test. I'm usually got mm -hmm. a good eye for forties and shit, but he's probably a high four or five guy. He ain't finna go like light nothing up. He's probably a high four or five, four six forty, on um, type of dude. Um, Probably lifts out of the out the out the gym. He's probably crazy in the weight room. He's from Louisiana. Them, them cats just different out there. But mm -hmm. fifth, sixth round pick, you come back, yeah. man. Like you come back, get whatever. If he graduated, then that's cool. But you come and get this nil bread, play another year, and then see what your draft stock is like. It's not like he's getting a lot of damage on his body. I ain't right. Yeah, I don't think he's getting a ton of wear and tear. Yeah. On, on him. So I mean, I, I'd be curious to see. Right. Obviously, that's a that's a thing. Right. You've you've seen. Trevor Etienne become the number one running back skill set wise this year. Uh, but does Montreal Johnson leave? Would he transfer to another program? Um, you know, the problem is when you declare and you go through the combine and all of that, you can't come back, right? So you just, you have to hope and pray that your combine results are something that's going to blow, you know, a team away. And I'm just not 100% sure that that's going to happen. Uh, you do return a lot of guys. Um, but again, we've seen what some of that return is, right? So 
is that a good thing or is it just a, a jag, right? Or a body, right? So Florida's going to have to be very, very aggressive in the transfer portal to be able to fill in those gaps. And I'm not saying that these guys won't improve in the off season. I think that they will, right? I think especially the young guys, right? It's a long season. Like Nick says, there's another season of strength and conditioning, another off season and everything else. But um, yeah, I'm just a little curious. Yeah, to I, see what does. I wouldn't mind seeing eight and three, you know, take their, their talents to the, to the pros, the big boy league. Um, we need spots. So I know, like, we got to be able to, like, we want to hit the portal, but they also got to get guys out of here to hit the portal. Um, Billy don't even fire people, so I don't think he's just going to be pushing kids out the door like that as well. So it's going to be interesting no, they, to see they, how it all they're plays They're pushing up. kids out the door. Yeah. Are they? That's encouraging. Yeah. I mean, you 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 need – I've got, like, a list. I don't like, I don't like throwing names out there because y'all yeah. are mean on, on Twitter to these, to these players. Um, but like there's, there's, I've got a list of like 15 guys that I'm fully expecting down out pack bags. We lost one six offensive tackle Jordan Herman, Correct. Jordan Herman. He's out. Perkins is out. That's two already. Neither of those guys are, are like, I, I've got more than that. Like there's going to be, and, and the narrative more, will be, more, look, more. what are you trying to give me a hint? <laughs> no, no names. Um, <laughs> Um, but there's, I mean, there's going to be guys that like, you have to make room. You don't have enough roster space to sign your recruiting class. So you have to process people out and, mm -hmm. and that's just the nature of the business. You have to have a talk with some people like there's the time. So like you can tell a player without telling him that they should leave, like changing positions or changing mm -hmm. positions twice. Uh, you can He's tell still on the roster, Nick. You, you can tell players, <laughs> hey, man, might be time to find greener pastures. But I also think there's guys who are set to graduate that can be graduate transfers. Like, listen, I, I don't think Jack Miller will be on the team next year. Jack Miller's going to graduate. He mm -hmm. already used his transfer, but you can transfer after being a graduate. But, like, Jack lost the starting job, is not even the number two quarterback right now. You have DJ Lagway coming in. Mm -hmm. Why would Jack Miller – stick around you, you, unless you unless you love midtown i get it dan loves midtown. the new the new cantina Nail might keep somebody hey. around for another year you know what i'm saying so keep me around but uh but yeah i mean i think that there's gonna be a lot of changes um you know to the roster we'll see right we're three weeks away from that that portal window opening uh and like i said that that first couple of weeks i think is going to determine a lot about a year from now, what kind of conversations we are having on this show? Uh, let's let's start to wrap it up, Nick. I know you got to go see Billy Napier here soon. Uh, we got the Missouri game ahead of us. Uh, as always, go visit our friends over at Homefield Apparel. Uh, use promo code Stadium and Gale, all one word at checkout. Uh, best vintage logos in the game. About 19 different options. It is the holiday season, uh, so go use that promo code if you've already used it. Uh, I'm not telling you to do it, but you can always sign up with a different email address and use the exact same code. Uh, but go check it out. Great time for the holidays uh, for the University of Florida, as well as about 90 different schools. And a lot of the big schools and a lot of even a lot of the smaller schools are out there for a family, uh, relative, loved one in your life. So again, homefieldapparel.com, promo code Stadium and Gale, all one word at checkout. 
Uh, the Gators play Missouri in Missouri. It's a night game, so Nick, your eleven o'clock kickoff is um, was debunked. We got a Wrong. seven p.m. Eastern, so six p.m. Missouri time. Don't like Gators it, plus ten underdogs. I got things to do, man. Don't be holding me hostage all day to this, you know, poor defense, man. Like, like, get me out of here. Put me out of my misery at 10 o'clock in the morning, man, so I can go on and, you know, head out to the green market and do some productive things with my family, bro. <laughs> Florida, Missouri, 8 a.m. on OnlyFans, streaming yeah. live. Jeez, please. Uh, so, sorry, 7.30 kickoff, uh, Easter, not 7, 7.30. Uh, Gators right now 11-point underdogs, uh, over under 58 and a half. Uh, Missouri looks like a great team uh, this year. Um, had a beat down by by Georgia, uh, but uh, other than that, Brady uh, Brady Cook is cooking with the football. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be similar to LSU, right? They've got a fantastic offense. They're going to put a lot of points on uh, that defense. is is maybe better than LSU's uh, it features. Um, Former Florida Gator linebacker, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Hopper. Hopper. Yep. So Tyrone Hopper. Hopper and Travis Johnson. Travis Johnson. Yep. Is he starting out there? I have no idea. Probably not. I idea. forgot about Travis Johnson. Um, Gators won this game twenty-four to seventeen last year, uh, but obviously going to be a very different game this year. Um, I think we're going to kind of belabor the point here, but but any uh, any thoughts on this one, guys? No, I just smell the charcoal on the grill. Big barbecue yeah, just, in the way. Um, prayers up. We got to find a way to to uh, show some spark, bro. Like I just don't I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I'm not going to do a keys to the game. I told y'all last uh, show, like it's just copy and paste. We got the same keys every week. And clearly the staff ain't listening to the show or they they take out taking our advice by now. But um, you know, we just gotta keep it close at this point. Missouri got a very good offense. Like mm -hmm. the, the the product there continually to be able to put on the field year in and year out is 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 kind of dope. You know, nobody thought Missouri was gonna be this good. Mm -hmm. and, and they're a very good football team. Uh and we're lost in the sauce a little bit, trying to find some identity. I don't think we're gonna find that identity. Who's Billy Napier team in these last two games? Florida State gives me a little hope just because mm -hmm. they damn near lost or uh, uh, almost went into overtime with uh, a freshman quarterback at the ham. Mm -hmm. If he didn't get hurt, who knows what happens in that game? So uh, at home, playing versus them, I think they're suspect against the run. We could be able to get busy in that department. But at the end of the day, they got some dynamic playmakers on offense, and our defense is barbecue. So prayers up, man. Beautiful Columbia, Missouri. Uh, it's not beautiful. Not beautiful. Um, Brady beautiful Cook is there. Columbia, uh, Missouri. Oh, gosh. Is there um, any city in Missouri that's beautiful? Uh, Kansas it's City. Big. Yeah, Kansas City is pretty cool, even though the cool part is in um, Kansas. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Kansas City is kind of cool. Um, St. Louis is not. The Ozarks are beautiful down there in, in southeastern Uh Arkansas, so that's not Missouri even. Uh, I meant Missouri, um, Southeast Missouri. Um, so yeah, but but not really. Cody Schrader is there. 
uh, running back, uh, their leading uh, leading rusher, uh, and then Luther Burden. Oh, Schrader might go. We might have uh, like a 200-yard receiving and rushing game. We're setting He's records so this year. So you look you like you're blushing. Record. Why are you so excited, Listen, bro? listen. Just go look up a picture of my guy. Uh, running back. He's gritty. I, I, yeah. I would venture to guess he's the first one in the building every morning. And last uh, one out. Possibly a coach's son. Yeah, lunch pail um, guy. Big film study guy. Yep. I see what you're doing here. Portal mm. player, electric, though. Electric. He's going to he's gonna go Florida's defense. <laughs> Why are you blushing and, like, like grinning <laughs> and laughing about our, like my demise over here, bro? I'm sad saying that we <laughs> I'm might not, not I'm not praying on your demise. I'm not praying you're on your demise. I've been, I've been very positive. Giddy, I've been very positive. <laughs> I've been very positive, but but Schrader. We found Schrader a way to win on the road, man. Why might as well lie again? We found a way to win on the road. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> We've just go. not been able to do that in, in the years here. Um, Let the lies fly. Yeah. Uh, I'm about us losing. I got to provide some balance, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Luther Burden, um, 984 yards on the season, so he'll get over a thousand. He's averaging almost 15 yards uh, a catch, uh, eight touchdowns uh, on the season. Uh, they they cook on offense, man. I'll tell you what, they cook on offense. Brady Cook has them cooking. Uh, so they just beat Tennessee, 36 to seven. Lost to Georgia. Uh, they blew out South Carolina, beat Kentucky, and then they lost to LSU, uh, 49 to 39. So we'll see. Uh, I don't have hopes. Uh, I have hopes. I don't have anything that I would bet uh, using the new Hard Rock Bet app uh, here in Florida that would have me put any money on the Gators. But uh, you know, like I said, we have two weeks left, so an opportunity to. Florida uh, is three and seven against the spread, Dan. So I would probably bet Missouri and lay down those points. Three and one against the spread. So we lost last week. Three and seven against the oh, spread. Three and seven. Three and seven against the spread. Gotcha. Yeah, I would. I would give the points then to Missouri. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No. Uh, oh, personal note. Get to uh, the Missouri game. My. Um, my godfather went to Mizzou. My dad obviously went to Florida. So I get to see Frank. Haven't seen Frank since the wedding. Frank was uh, having so a great time at the wedding, too. Shout Frank out to Frank. Is, Frank, Frank. Frank always has a good time, but it's like a bunch of his fraternity brothers. So I'm, I'm with like a bunch of 60-year-old men who think they're back in a fraternity in Columbia. I might be the only sober one in the house, but it's a great trip for me. Columbia stinks. Columbia is awful. Uh, but it's a great family trip. So shout out to Frank. Get to see him this week. At least Frank. there's not a Frank the tank. Have a lot of time. Frank, the, Frank tank. the tank. When it touches your lips, you about to do a whole it's old so good. school episode. It's so good when it touches your lips. That's oh, one of my favorite movies ever, man. Um, closing <laughs> remarks. Blue. <laughs> Blue! <laughs> We're going to go shrieking down the quad, man. Um <laughs> What a marvelous movie. I'm gonna go watch that when I get off of here. Just cuz man. Shout out to shout out to old school if you guys haven't seen it. Fantastic. If you haven't seen, you haven't seen old school, you're not living life, man. Start crying on the internet all day and go watch old school, man. Greatness. Uh also, like closing remarks. Leave the legends alone. Like y'all are, are weird, man. If the legends are giving some like they're just saying chill out, they're just telling y'all to vibe and relax, and then y'all start talking crazy about Brandon Spikes. And Jacquez Green, y'all sound and look a little nuts. bit of Lamont Black too. 
My y'all, y'all snapping at absolute legends who are telling y'all to like relax. It's not that deep. We're gonna be all right, just let it play out, and everybody's losing their mind. These guys have sweat and blood on the field. You think you care about this program more than they do? You're a little unhinged, need to go touch some grass, bro. It's all right. In all kinds of weather, in the words of Brandon Spikes. In all kinds of weather. Uh, Nick, any final thoughts? I know you have word of the week. We got to do a quick ad read and then we'll get out of here. You're good. All right. Uh, final ad read. Go support our friends over at Alumni Hall. Go visit them on Archer Road uh, right off of 75 or go visit them uh, online at alumnihall.com. Um, the best of Florida Gators wear, apparel, accessories, everything that you might want for the holiday season, for a tailgate, uh, whatever it might be, go support our friends over at Alumni Hall. Tell them Stadium and Gale sent you, and we appreciate their continued support of this show and you guys supporting them. So again, quick shout outs, Gatorverse, go visit them, Gatorverse.io, Lucy.co, promo code stadium at checkout, 20% off your order and free shipping. Home field apparel, promo code stadium and gale, alumnihall.com. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, continue to share this. We appreciate you guys watching. Nick, you have song of the week. Going back to my guy, Colby Cooper. Song is called Two Words. Two Words, Colby Cooper. We will see you guys at the same corner, same time next week. Thanks for watching. Shit. Oh shit. I thought y'all broke up. Damn, that's not good. There's so many ways you can tell a person how you feel.
How you 